in this episode, we're talking about three perspectives that have really helped me over the years. Um, the three being, number one, you only live once. Number two, it's the fuck it mentality. And number three, it's uh, leaving a legacy. So let's start with number one. You only live once. YOLO. You've heard of YOLO. Yeah, YOLO was kind of introduced mostly in my generation with like, uh, you know, Drake, Lil Wayne, all those guys. It was like YOLO. They'd make songs about it and stuff, right? <laughs> so when you hear YOLO, I, I don't know, I think of like a frozen yogurt. It's just ridiculous. But it does mean you only live once. And I think the connotation with the younger generation is what? I think with with you only live once, I think the younger generation can mistake it for, for stupid stuff like, you know, drugs, you know, partying, going crazy. You only live once. Why not? Right. But, so there's crack on the table here. There's crack cocaine. You only live once. Yeah. It's snorted up. Exactly. That kind of attitude. Exactly. Right? It's ridiculous. Exactly. But if you actually think about it as a mature person, um, which could be anyone, it could be a 15 year old who's like, I'm mature. I'm going to think of this as, you know, you only live once. I'm going to put $2,000 into a company and I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to start a company on my own. You only live once. Why not try it? Sure. Uh, I think, you know, something as simple as uh, you only live once. Life is too short to worry about other people's opinions. I mean, if you live in fear of what other people think of you, you're going to live a pretty shitty life. Uh, it applies to that. Something as simple as that. Yeah. And I think like it lives, you live a life of regret if you think of what yeah, other people think of you too much. Sure. It's uh, living a life of regret is, you know, not asking that girl out that you've been thinking of asking out for a long time. You could have said you only live once. Yeah, you could have said that and say, you know, I'm just going to go and ask her out. Exactly. What do I have to lose? Yeah. And the right? amount of times that shit has saved me where I'm just like, why not? You only live once. It has saved me. Um, it's hurt a lot of people because they take this the wrong way. So if you're someone listening to this, take you only live once in the right way. Don't regret stuff. Right. So no regrets. Here's the way I look at it. Uh, I live my life on principles. It's my set of rules, rules that make sense to me. They're based on sound ethical principles. I don't break them for anybody. I don't compromise. I don't take shit from anyone. I don't try to please anyone. And you don't realize this until you've been kicked in the face a few times uh, where you do only live uh, your life once and making mistakes living for other people, that kind of stuff is really going to cost you. And then, you know, 20, 30 years down the road, you realize what the fuck just happened to my life. And if you're one of those guys who's living that life right now, I mean, you've already fucked up 30 years. I'm going to agree. Have the I'm next gonna 20. agree. Yeah. I'm going to agree with half of that. And then the other half I'm not, I'm not going to agree with, because I think when you say you, know, you make mistakes, I think there's mistakes that you can make that are the right mistakes. And we've actually talked about that in the previous podcast. You know, you make a mistake by only living once and, you know, going for that moment you know, learn from those mistakes, just as something like Michael Jordan would say, right? The other way around it, if you're regretting stuff and you're not, you know, living once and, you know, you're not making those mistakes, I think you're, you're living a life of failure. Well, I've seen people invest in the wrong stuff yeah. and waste a quarter of a million dollars. And, and that's, and that's an uncalculated, you only live once risk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So that applies. That's what we're talking about. Stupid yeah. moves, right? Exactly. Uh, where else would you see a stupid move? That's a, a big move that you think is a good move. Uh, marriage. Yeah. Could be marriage, right? Marrying somebody for the wrong reason. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that could be a nightmare. And uh, people think that all it takes is divorce. Well, not unless you sign one of those agreements, right? Where uh, you can kind of get out of it scot-free. Um, let's talk about... The next one, and that's the fuck it mentality. 
Yeah, and I think this goes kind of hand in hand. Um, if there is a difference, I know you know what it is. Uh, I think fucking mentality for me is just a little bit more attitude behind it. I think you only live once is you use your hand, you go, fuck it. You only live once. But this is like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. You have an attitude with it. You're really going for it. Right. So to me, it means you're free uh, to pursue things without fear, without inhibition, without any worry about what other people think. And I think it's like you said, it's an escalation of the only you only live once. Right. Uh, I know with my teaching career, I had the what they call the golden prison bars. Okay, I've got a really good pension. I've got a situation where I've got a good job making a six figure income and summers off working 40 hour weeks, sorry, um, 35 hour weeks, finishing at 345 every day, uh, having 12 weeks off in the year. So that's the golden prison bars. Yeah. It's a beautiful situation. Uh, and when you're comfortable, even though teachers live for Fridays and live for the weekends and live for summers, I mean, we all do. People like their jobs, but they all do that. Um, there was a point in time where I was in the situation where I had to open up the gates to those golden prison bars and say, fuck it, I'm done. Fuck the security. I'm out on my own. I quit. Yeah. I'm no longer a teacher. Right. And those moves are big moves that take a, a fuck it mentality. That's yeah. it. Well, there's nothing more comfortable than a guy like me uh, having their food paid for, having their whole $45,000 tuition paid for, dorms paid for, anything you want. I have it on a full basketball scholarship at two schools, right? There's nothing more comfortable than that. Right. And it's a huge fuck it mentality rather than, ah, you only live once. This is fuck it mentality where I say, you know what? I'm going to take this year off. I'm actually going to sign a pro contract. Fuck it. I'm going to, you know, make this business. Fuck it. I'm going to do this. It takes some balls, right? So fucking mentality. You're a man listening to this. It also takes some big fucking balls. So if you don't have those, then don't, don't even bother with the fucking mentality. You're not ready. Okay. Now understand something. I'm going to agree and I'm going to disagree. Disagree. When you say it takes a big pair of balls to move on and do what you did, here's the bottom line. There's so many people who drop out. Yes. Okay. They drop out because they can't hack it. Okay. There's a lot of people who do that. Now here's your situation where you were an A student. It was very easy for you to get the A's. It was very easy for you to put in the work. And, um, I think fucking mentality just to cut you off there means like you want more, right? You were, you were in a comfortable situation in school and you're like, fuck it, man. I have no fear. I want more. I'm comfortable. I want more. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting A pluses. I'm going to be the Dean's list student of the year. Um, fuck it. I don't want this shit. I want more. Right. Now, having said that, what I was going to say was there's people who drop out because they just they just can't cut it. Exactly. And I remember the professor saying, look around at the people around you. Out of the four of you, one's going to survive. And I'm like, what is this guy talking about? That's not true. We're paying tuition here. Why are we going to stop going to school? That makes yeah. no sense. And then we had a class of 400 students. In the end, 40 of us, never mind 25%, yeah. one-tenth of us made it. Okay. A lot of people just dropped out and the situation is there's people who don't have the balls and they just quit because they're quitters in life. They're going to quit everything. They're going to quit job to job. They're going to quit on their relationship. They're going to quit on their bodies. We've seen that. But what you did was you said, like you said, fuck it. I think there's a bigger opportunity. There's no sense in you going through four, four years of school and four years of NCAA basketball only to get a contract eventually as a pro because that's what you're seeking out. Why not? Why not just shortcut up? that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why not shortcut that? How many players? Name the uh, name somebody on your mind 
who stopped school early to go NBA pro. Yeah, well, obviously the first one I can think of is RJ Barrett, right? And, oh, really? Yeah, RJ Barrett, NBA plays on the Knicks right now. You know, we used to be some decent opponents against each other. He's, you know, he obviously he's a very, very good basketball player. He went to Duke, and he's like one year. His dad is very strict on school. One year. One, one year. year at school. Really? Did he finish the year? Yeah. Okay. He finished the year, but he was okay. ready to. He had his eyes on the NBA, right? And that's a lot of kids now. Some kids actually during this coronavirus are doing the same thing as me. They're like, fuck it. I have bigger things in mind. I'm going for this. And they're going straight to the NBA, straight to the G League, straight to overseas basketball. Right. Okay. Now, th if this is, this might be on a tangent here. Yeah. If you're going to school with no fucking direction in your life, okay, and you're doing the four years, the advantage of doing the four years is you do mature, you go through the grind, and there are some benefits. Don't get me wrong. But social you, aspect. The social aspect, connecting with people. Yeah. Okay, Elon Musk said that's all it is. Yeah. That's all university is. But if you have an end mind in sight, for example, for me, I needed the four years to get into teacher's college, right? Uh, but I find most people, university has not been a guarantee for the last quarter of a century. Yeah, okay? look at all so, these. Look at all these, old, you know, old money people dumping their college tuition for their kids and then they end up with an average fucking job only to go into their dad's business it's like wow why are you even in school then you could have just started in your dad's business right away yeah i know that well, i think there's a lot of pride going into it. a parent wants to say well my my son graduated from this university and he's smart i think that's an insecurity thing because i have no problem saying hey listen these are my kids and they are who they are and they're special in their own right yeah. And right. I think a lot of people are too scared to say the fucking mentality. And when you're too scared, there's two things. You end up as a loser or you end up as an average. Or you end up living somebody else's life. Yeah. And those are the, okay. I mean, if you're happy no. doing that, you're comfortable doing that, that's cool. But a lot of people, you know, wish they were someone else. And it's because they don't have the fucking mentality. A lot of people watch Conor McGregor and they're like, man, he has the fucking mentality. Yeah. I love it. I'm him. I want to be him. I'm going to live through him. I have the fucking mentality because I watch Conor McGregor. I'm like, you guys are fucking pathetic. Well, they don't realize the hard work behind it either. The hours, the blood, sweat, and tears. He was that this a guy plumber. In, right? He was a plumber and he said, right. fuck it. And he they said, want to live through them. And they, they want to live through him, right? Without the work ethic. Exactly. Without the hard work behind it. Because that's the simple thing. And they have no balls to say, actually, fuck it and do something. Yeah, exactly. And the third one is the legacy, the legacy piece. And I think that's very hard for a young person to understand. All right. As you get a little bit older and you start having a situation where you've got a job and, and you have kids, um, things become very different. Okay. So leaving a legacy means you're doing something where long after you're gone, you're still remembered. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't need that. I don't need to be remembered long after I'm gone. Um, it is what it is. But what I do need to happen is this. I need to make sure that not only do my kids have a, a lifeline financially, uh, the second thing is that my kids' kids have a shitload of money in the end. Okay. And, you know, obviously what they do with their money, I'll, I'll have some say in that matter. But that's the legacy where they're like, wow, grandpa was really cool. He actually left x amount of dollars for me because he thought about me yeah you know how significant is that yeah exactly and i think there's people like you know kobe bryant who are super special in the basketball world he actually left a huge legacy behind for everybody but if you really think about it like you said do you think kobe bryant really cared that much he cared about basketball he cared about his life and he cared about his family right so he left behind stuff for his family so his family could remember him i think that's what he was focused on most and like you said you left the most behind 
you're, you want to leave the most behind for your family, the people that matter, right? Because in the end, nobody really gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. I think the other part of it too is your character. Yep. I mean, I want um, you to be able to tell your kids, man, dad really got stuff done. I learned a lot from dad. Dad was an honorable guy. Dad was a guy who took action. Dad was a guy who took calculated risks. Uh, dad was a guy who spoke his mind. Dad was uh, one face. I, I hate two-faced people, right? If, if, if somebody doesn't like me, if I don't like somebody, they're going to know. Yeah. It's that simple, right? Um, that's part of it, right? It's your character and your, your legacy is your character. Yeah. How do you want to be known as? Exactly. I was just going to say that. How do you want to be known as a legacy isn't, you know, buying out the gym and that your name's on the gym. What people actually know is, you know, that person that has that name on the gym, it's the, you know, the Katipi Stadium. Oh, yeah, I actually talked to Matt K one time. He was actually a good dude. Stuff like that, right? How are you remembered? And I think legacy is super important that way. How are you remembered in everybody's eyes? Most importantly, the people you care about. Yeah, so there's going to be a bunch of listeners going, uh, you know, I just don't see the big picture. I don't see the, the long game. And I think what you got to do is look at that long game and say, okay, listen, I've got a 10-year plan. And my 10-year plan is for me. It's about me getting better over the next 10 years. And then you kind of look at the 25-year plan, okay? And that's uh, what's life going to be for my kids, okay? The moment you have a kid, you've got a sense of responsibility in this world. It's so easy to have a kid, okay? And that kid comes with no instructions. Yeah. All kids are unique. And you have no ability to deal with necessarily what's going to come your way. I mean, you are completely different from Andrea, I've got experience teaching you, but those three, four years before she was born did not prepare me for dealing with a girl, Yeah. right? And as you grow, you got these unique problems. But nonetheless, the 25-year plan is for your kids. And then the 50-year plan is for your grandkids. How many people think like this? They don't. No, nobody thinks like that. Nobody thinks like that. A lot of times, you know, kids come as a surprise and then people just live um, and this, this is going to be for a lot of you guys, people live day by day and it's good to live day by day, but if you're not living day by day for a bigger purpose for, you know, that long-term legacy, then, you know, you're, like I said, as always, you're going to be average. Right. We talk about this, these three perspectives, because so many people actually do live in the past. They live based on the glory days. How many times have you seen the guy who says, well, I remember back in high school when yeah, all those guys, man, we've okay. done a few podcasts like that. Right. Those guys are the corniest right. fuckers ever. Oh yeah. And you know how many, have you, how many bodybuilding trophies do you see in my house right now? Oh, man, I can't stand it. I'm just like, I'm thinking I was at pizza pizza a few months ago and I saw this one kid who walked around like a big shot in high school, got all the girls and he's a fucking fat piece of shit at, at pizza pizza. And he's looking at well, me. That's why he's at pizza stuff. pizza. Right? Exactly. And I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and I'm like, I mean, you have nothing going for you, man. Like you really don't. Other than good stories from the good old days when he scored a touchdown, but then he exaggerates it to make it three. Yeah. Right. Like I have no trophies in my house. I don't know where they're probably in some dump someplace. Right. Uh, they don't mean anything to me because I don't live in the past, but there's also a lot of people who they, they live in the future one day. One day when, just watch in 10 years and they live off of hope or sometimes it's this, this fake hope that if I put it out there 10 years down the road, I don't have to worry about it now. Whereas, as you said, you know, it's living in the present, right? It's living in the present and taking some of these principles where you only live once means you seize opportunities that are smart opportunities Mm -hmm. and not fuck it up on uh, 
10 grams of Coke or whatever. I don't know what, uh, what gets a person high these days, yeah. but uh, you know what I'm talking you about, live in right? the past, you're living with the insecurities that, you know, that you, you have and you're living in the future. You're, li you're living with anxiety, right? Yeah, Why exactly. Live, right live now, in the present. Live, live in the present. present. Shit's going to get done. Right. And then live in the present with a fuck it mentality means, again, you're going to make some calculated moves. You're going to be a guy like, I'm just going to put it out there, like Elon Musk, because he, he, you wrote a quote for me the other day. He read it out to me and it was like, um, the 10 month or sorry, the 10 year plan could be started right now and you could have, you know, a super fast track on it. And yeah, get six months, six, six months. Yeah. You can, you can get 10 years accomplished in six months. If you really put your mind, if you to really it. did, you could it, it really easy, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But how many people are willing to do that? Exactly. Right. So then what you say is, what does it take? Man, that's really daunting. Fuck it. Let's do it. Exactly. Six months. Let's go. Exactly. Right. That's where it's a positive. Right. And then this last piece is the legacy. So every day you, you see yourself as a person of honor, a person of character, doing things for, um, for your kids, doing stuff for your grandkids, doing something in a noble way that people respect you. Okay. And, and when you command that respect, because you are a somebody, um, you're going to get that respect in equal measure. hundred percent. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at amazon.com.